Welcome to Lamestorming, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm your host, Trevor Scott, and with me as always is Ben Slinger. Hi, I'm Ben Slinger. Today we're going to try something a little bit different than just the regular click pitch. Ben and I separately have come up with some adventure game ideas. We're going to pitch them at each other and then try to come up with a single hour developing or designing the game from start to finish. Yeah, this is you know the classic sort of point-and-click Sierra LucasArts style adventure game that, that we really love from our sort of childhood and in the past. You know, they're still coming out. Um, you know, uh, Tim, Tim Schafer brought out Broken Age and Ron Gilbert's uh, bringing out Thimbleweed Park next year. Can't wait. Yeah, they, you know, Broken Age was great and Thimbleweed Park, Thimble, Thimbleweed Park looks awesome. So, um, yeah, that that's the sort of games that both of us are really into. And so, yeah, for, for those who haven't played them, it's basically just in, sort of inventory puzzles, combining things from your inventory with the environment or dialogue puzzles, talking to often wacky characters... Um, you know, a lot, a lot of them are comedies, um, and uh, yeah, trying trying to sort of make your way through and solve the puzzles to to get to a, a goal, to reach a goal. What I've done to make things a little bit harder today for our first time through, because um, it's Halloween, it is currently well at the time this this gets released, it'll be the thirtieth of October, so the day before Halloween, we're going to make this a spooky themed. Spooky, <laughs> but probably still comedic because you know we're just having fun. Yeah, but yes, themed along Halloweenish lines. We both we both have some just basic pitch ideas. Uh, do you want to throw one at me? Yep. So I've got this idea that there's okay. You have to bear with me for for a little bit. I'll, I'll set up the, the whole premise. Okay. Because um, there is a bit of a backstory. Um, so, in the backstory, there's a scientist who creates, like, this virus. And um, it's in this secret underground lab. And so, the virus actually, you know, it's kind of like a flu-like virus. So, it turns <laughs> turns people into, like... I don't want to say... I so, don't really want to say zombies. Sound, sounds um, a little bit familiar. Yeah. So anyway, there's this team. Like one of the one of the girls' name is Alice, and she's going in. Um, no, 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 no. What? I, I hate it. I hate it. It's terrible. Why? <laughs> it's been done. It's been done. It's been done. But don't you like Resident Evil the movie, the game? <laughs> <laughs> no. Ah. Oh. <laughs> we're not. Do- we're not doing that one, Trevor. I told you last week. Too many. Too many <laughs> g- game. Game movie games. <laughs> Mario, Super Mario Brothers the movie was enough. You got, you got anything? You got anything else for me? Something, something real. A paranormal investigator returns to the asylum that scared him as a teenager. Okay. While investigating, he gets locked in by a security guard that noticed the unchained doors. All right. So that could uh, provide some interesting puzzle ideas and things. So he returns to an asylum that you said scared him as a kid. Yeah. Okay. So is he? Why is he? Um, so he's become a paranormal investigator. Is he? Is he going? So he's going back there now, basically, to discover what it was. Now that he has all the wonderful scientific tools and knowledge <laughs> to actually discover what what's going on. 
in this asylum, yeah. which he knows he knows is haunted because he was scared there as a kid. Okay, why was he there as a kid? Why was he there as a kid? Because it's an asylum, and teenagers at Halloween they like to go, you know, in and you know, make out with okay, them. So it's abandoned. Yeah, it's an abandoned asylum. All right, as all asylums asylum. pretty much are now. Um, I mean, yeah, you, I guess you could you could take like some people just refer to a a mental hospital as an asylum, but yeah, not yeah. not in that same way of. Whereas basically a prison and there was no standard of care. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I can see that working. So what's your what's your overall goal then? Is it's to it's to discover what it was that um, that scared you. I don't necessarily think it has to go to the supernatural. I think it could actually oh. be that it's it's like a um, you know there's like a meth lab in the basement. basement yeah. Or no. 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 Like well, that. funnily enough, I was thinking something along the same lines that. You know the the whole game, obviously, is leading you to believe that it, that you're going to discover the ghost, like the entity that is is haunting this place. But but that each as you go every step along step along the way, you discover just mund- mundane reasons for everything happening. Yeah, creaky pipes and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, yeah. So okay, let's see a few challenges with this game idea. How how would you introduce any other characters. Not that that's a necessity, but... Well, I was thinking, it's an abandoned asylum. He, as a teenager, was there trying to make out, and he meets up with other teenagers who were there making out. <laughs> okay, so he's locked in there with some other people. Yeah, so it, it could very much be that there was, you know, a other group of teenagers who, who happened to be, to be there, and, you know, they disappear one by one, sort of... All right. Because you can't all be all be seen on the screen at the same time, so maybe it, it's almost like a murder murder mystery one by one sort of thing. The other the other challenge that I see with this is uh, we need we obviously for this segment to work we need to keep the scope fairly small. We mm-hmm. originally were we originally were talking about limiting limiting it to one room. I don't think we necessarily need to need to limit it to one room, but it probably shouldn't be more than a couple of rooms. Um, and I say rooms in the sort of adventure game room idea of Parlance. a single screen sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, Lo- locations. I can see that. I can see that working. I think what you'd have to do though, perhaps, is maybe the other the other characters are kind of coming and going as you solve different puzzles. So you know, maybe they're all there at the beginning, but a bunch of them go off to, you know, two or three of them go off to do t- t- different areas to sort of say like, oh, I'm going to go and try to get turn the lights on or I'm, you know, turn the generator on or something. I'm going to go over here and investigate yep. this. Um, and then as you progress through the story, yeah, maybe they do start disappearing or... You so- you solve the puzzle and, and the person that was helping you on that is all of a sudden disappeared and... And someone and else comes back. And, there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's, it maybe has some legs. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's I'm trying to see where the comedy will be in it though. It's... Well, I mean that really comes from it kind of comes from how you solve the puzzles and the dialogue and stuff. And obviously we're not going to sit here and write funny dialogue, but we can we can get the gist of how a dialogue puzzle might be solved and that can be in a comedic manner. Yep. Um all right. Well, I I like the idea. Let's since we're kind of winging we're kind of winging this uh, segment in general um and and we do want to keep it basically to an hour, but maybe I'll pitch one at you and we'll just, we'll give that a five minute talk and then we'll decide which one we want to develop further for the rest of the episode. You know, I've got a couple of other ones as well, just in case, you know, we don't quite like either of these, so. Yeah, or if we, or if we start developing one and and then just can't take it any further and we've got some time left. 
But I think let's yep. let's let's look at two, choose one, and then just see how far we can go with it. Yep. Okay, I'm going to pitch this one. Um, maybe I'll pitch two because this one's more of a joke. Unless we can yep. see it actually going somewhere. I've got I've got uh, <laughs> Charlie Brown waiting in the pumpkin patch for the great pumpkin. <laughs> um, you well, know, I've got to go off. We have to get the, the license Simpsons episode. Well, oh, you don't, okay, yeah. I mean, I I read I read a fair bit of Peanuts. I don't think I, I don't know that I've seen the movies, but the how they, they there are definitely a couple of Halloween specials. Anyway, Charlie Brown's big thing is that he he believes in the Great Pumpkin, just like everyone else believes in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. It's like if you if you wait in the pumpkin patch at midnight, then uh, the Great Pumpkin will come and and give you presents or something. So anyway, I thought like that's a good way to just have a single location, and uh, I don't, it, it might be a little tricky to come up with puzzles, but you know there yeah, can be there can be lots of things. Same to think. There can be what lots are the puzzles going to be? Patch, oh look, he picked up a pumpkin and he carved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but you could put in some interesting carving mechanic where if you carve a pumpkin to do different things. So oh. it's in VR, and <laughs> no, 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 no. We're keeping these. I think we should keep these. Uh, I mean, I was going to say 2D. It doesn't necessarily have to be 2D, but that's that's where my mind goes for point-and-click adventure games. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that that one was more of a joke one. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, out of those two... <laughs> no. Give me another one. All right. So, this is an interesting one that I just came up with literally as we were starting to record this podcast. Okay. So, it starts and the screen is almost completely black. Mm -hmm. And basically, as you solve puzzles, you manage to sort of turn on more and more lights in this one space and Mm -hmm. reveal sort of where you are, how you got there. Um, And obviously, you probably start seeing spooky things happening as well as as that goes on, you know? So basically, it would let us... It would let us kind of segment the puzzles up a little bit, right? So you you end up with just the light on in this corner of the room, um, yep. and there are a few items there, and there, so you can solve a couple of puzzles with that. Um, and then doing that means that you know, oh, the light in the in the bathroom's on now. So now you've got sort of a larger range of objects and ways to do it. And and I'm thinking of this maybe more as an actual supernatural one, so. You know, as you as you do reveal things, I don't know necessarily. I don't know if we'd have other characters or not, because uh, I'm not actually thinking of this one as a comedy. It's almost like a psychological horror sort of thing. So maybe you could do a little yep. dialogue mechanic where you talk to yourself <laughs> um, as you sort of or talk. As, as you as you unlock each location, you're sort of getting. A new note or yeah, you're getting more information. Yeah, so you could sort something of something like that. Yeah, which means basically you have new topics to go through a dialogue tree with, but it's it's sort of you thinking things through yourself. Um, and actually, you could do an almost interesting kind of call of uh, like um, H.P. Lovecraft sanity sort of thing, where as you go f- as you go further in. And sort of get closer and closer to like whatever horrific thing is in this room, those um, self dialogues could like become more and more cr- like crazy and incoherent. As are you th- are you thinking of like an eternal darkness um, sanity mechanic? 
Well, not not like there was video effects happening on the screen. I wasn't thinking exactly that, but more just (laughs) along, more just within. Yeah, like you sort of start to notice that weird characters start coming in the dialogue trees or something. Like we, you know, or different coloured, sort of like the old yeah, or even the colours island how they were different. Well, that's it. Yeah, like maybe um, subtitles. Yeah, yeah. So right at the beginning, they're all the same color because you're talking to yourself. But like as you get further, you know, your personalities almost diverge a little bit. And the colors start shifting, and you know, as you get further and further, you know, you select a, you select the sensible, um, the sensible dialogue option, and it it just melts away before you can click it or something. Like, you know, there's some really there was some, there was some really cool things you could do with those sorts of ideas in in that traditional um, point and click structure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I kind of think there's a lot to do there in in a different way like yours is probably a very straightforward traditional adventure game yeah mine just then right that was just me spitballing as i came up with it but it ended up being a bit more uh out of the ordinary but but playing with those ideas of the point and click adventure game yeah um yeah i don't know well, which one would you like to sort of try to turn into a full full game in the next 45 mm. minutes <laughs> The um the things that I was sort of thinking about within this um like your particular idea is mm-hmm. you know maybe you can unlock some some secret that he, um this character actually doesn't doesn't really know about like he's got a secret and he and he's sort of repressed it but going through oh. this whole thing is actually bringing that out so you can actually have maybe he knows that um he's a detective. But it turns out that like he's he's actually a detective who has murdered a whole heap of people, but he was the lead detective trying to trying to um you know investigate the the murders that he was committing. Yeah, and yeah. he's been stuck in this location by maybe someone else. Well, I think I, I think I would like to take it in a supernatural direction. Yeah, I think that so, works a bit better. Um, maybe it is though. Yeah, I like the idea of sort of of it of it tying into his past and maybe something that he either doesn't remember or has you know pushed out of his mind because he he did something awful that he feels bad for but he's sort of he's gotten over it but it's bringing it back up doesn't necessarily have to be fully repressed like that um but no i kind of like the idea of yeah like literally the first scene is he like kicks in the door because he's investigating something Mm mm-hmm and, but it's just pitch black in there. So at the very it's, beginning, all you can all you can see is some is some dim light coming in from the doorway. Yep. And literally, so the, it's literally pitch black when he walks in. Yeah, yeah. Like he walks in and the door just shuts behind him. Uh, maybe not immediately, because I think obviously we don't want to throw the player directly into a pitch black room and not be able to click on anything, <laughs> like not know where to click at all. So I yeah I, I don't know that they should I mean maybe at some point they when they sort of got used to like have seen some stuff in the environment we can throw them into the pitch black for sort of one puzzle and they have to sort of remember where some remember where some things is but maybe we'll, we'll give them some little some little hints you know maybe there's a, maybe there, maybe it's not completely pitch black it's like there's one um like a couple of little LEDs or something to to sort of blinking on yeah to sort of give them some land, land some landmarks um, when it is when it is dark. So, how big are you picturing this room? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, are you picturing it like a factory? No. Sort of so it's kicked open this door, and it's got lots of different areas. But it's like 
No, I think it's too big. I'm picturing almost, and and this might be too small. Although we could do some interesting, <laughs> we could do some interesting things with space around this. But I'm picturing like a hotel room. So there are maybe two rooms in a bathroom, right? Okay, so it's fourteen one eight. Fourteen oh eight, you mean? Oh, fourteen oh eight. Fourteen one eight across the hall. So, <laughs> so it's fourteen oh eight. <laughs> no one has been in this room for a long time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's not a bad. Spooky that's not shit a, starts happening. That's not a bad touchstone. Um, obviously, I don't know what was his. Why did he go there in that movie? I can't even remember. He he was a reporter and reporter. Okay. He he was going there to um. Just investigate this yeah. spooky room that um, no one actually wanted to. Yeah, he could maybe be, I don't know, could we come up with something a bit more original than just a cop? Like, I feel like that's, that's done to death. Mm-hmm. Why, why would there be, maybe, maybe this person came here, maybe they got a call, maybe they got a call from somebody else. In fact, you know what? I want this to be a female character. Okay. Yeah. And she's she's had a call from her younger brother yep. saying that he was in trouble and stuck in this in this hotel. Yeah, yeah. And so she's she's come to to sort of f- find out what's actually happened to him. I like that. I like that. All right. Yeah, I, Cause, I think that's cuz I don't I don't think there's enough female female characters in all yeah, of I mean, these games. Yeah, I mean that's and we so. we do I, we do try to put them in there uh where we can because you're right there is there is a lack of representation. Um, but I like the so idea. So it's Victoria knowledge. No, <laughs> <laughs> she's got a five o'clock shadow already. <laughs> uh, it's only three thirty. No, um, yeah, I, I, I like that. I like it. So yeah, it's a woman, and she's been called here, and we don't know this yet. The first thing we see is her. Basically, maybe she doesn't kick in the door of this. Or well, maybe she kicks in the door. Anyway, she kicks in the door. She didn't get an answer. She. She got a call from her little brother and he was in trouble and she didn't it didn't seem like anything at that point it didn't seem like anything supernatural or whatever like you know perhaps her brother's been a bit depressed anyway having a hard time she thought maybe he was going to commit suicide or you know she knew he she knew he needed help I'm I'm starting to think okay hotel maybe what about fishing cabin okay so it's almost a not quite a cabin in the woods but it's like it's like a, a town sort of off in the in the in the slight distance. Alright. So the doors open. Okay. And it's sort of like then you've then you've got the isolation as well as as well as having the single location. Yeah. It could it could be that it's um absolutely thundering down outside and that's why she doesn't want to go out. So you're giving her a reason to stay in. Well, super, I mean, I don't, I don't know that you need to contrive a reason for her to stay there. Like she's basically gonna stay until she finds her brother, right? Like Yep. And and maybe once it starts actually getting scary and she might want to leave, like then you've introduced enough supernatural stuff that the door just won't open. But I like the idea of the cabin because it's sort of the o- my, I still got that. My only issue with the cabin is that it is a little it bit horrible cliche. <laughs> um I mean hotel room's kind of been done as well. I'm happy yep. to consider s- maybe it's like a, maybe it's like a like a restaurant, like a diner or something. A what? A restaurant? Yeah, or like a, yeah, like I said, a, I said a diner. We don't really have diners here, but I was, I was sort of picturing it more as, as like a small restaurant where you've just got sort of yep. the, the kitchen, you know, is is visible. You've got a few chairs and tables and and stuff. Or you could literally just do it's his city apartment, right? Just at his yeah yeah. So it's not a hotel room as such. It's just a just a small shitty 
city apartment yeah. that has like a kitchenette. Or, yeah, um, okay. And then that makes a bit more sense that lounge. we'll be able to start discovering stuff about what's happening just by things that are around. Yeah, and because it's actually finding. his place. Yeah. All right. Well, let's yeah. yeah let's let's just do that. Let's keep it simple. Yeah, we don't need we don't need to go with any horror cliches. We can we can do that ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I like. I mean, uh, you know, the supernatural sort of impinging on the mundane is is an interesting you know concept and interesting way to do it. So, I I like the idea of someone coming into this game not having heard anything about it and not necessarily even realizing that there are supernatural aspects to it, right? It's called Where's My Brother? <laughs> Working title. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it sounds like this is the one we're going to stick with since we've oh, we're half an hour in. Yeah, it's it's almost Yeah. The the main main reason why why I chose this one is because it's it's probably as you said, it is one of the easier ones to sort of um, to break down. We don't have to come up with two, with any any more characters, which is no probably probably not. a good thing. Yeah, and puzzles. You know, you've got so many things that you can do. You know, you've got things like safes. You've you've got um like maybe an inventory puzzle of how to open up the kitchen cupboard or something like that. It's- well, that's it. Well, uh, and I think and I think basically um, we almost want to give a path. Uh, and I think it's going to be, for getting it done in an hour, it's probably going to be fairly linear. I don't think we're going to have uh, a, a branching real puzzles bu- and- branching <laughs> puzzle to, or even just, I mean, maybe we'll have some where uh, you can you can solve either, like in either order or something, but generally it's going to stick pretty much to, uh, to a fairly straightforward path. All right, so let's, we, if, we, if we do want to sort of really develop this whole game and i should mention to our audience this is the first time we've done this i have no idea whether we can come up with a whole like puzzle tree for an adventure game in the next 35 minutes or whatever but let's we're gonna give it a red hot go we're gonna give it a red hot go and i what i think the best way i think to do this is actually to start at the end which is what is the final goal going to be and the sort of it doesn't even necessarily have to be the full resolution, but sort of what is that final puzzle that they need to solve, or what what is what is it that she, that she where does she end up? Um, and you know, this might not work the greatest from a narrative point of view for listening to the podcast, but hey, this is game design, so we're not telling you a story. <laughs> um, but let's figure out the ending. So I'm just trying to think. She she goes completely completely crazy, and she thinks that something is trying to get her. Well, I think so. I think something should actually be trying to get it. I, I, I kind of like this idea with the well, and, and I mean, maybe it's ambiguous, but she's definitely affected by something in this place that starts driving her insane, making her question her senses. And at the end of it, either she comes out of it a lot worse for wear, or she's just entirely mm-hmm. swallowed up by this thing, like like her brother mate Lods maybe, and. It literally just ends with her coming face to face with whatever it was that that has caused this, like being whatever I don't know, swallowed up in some in some manner, not necessarily literally eaten, but consumed in some way. I think for a um for a for a proper ending to something, she's she needs to come out of of this. Whether her brother makes it with her, that's another. I mean, yeah, okay. Okay, that's that's fine. All right. So I'm the way I'm picturing it. She is as she's looking around this apartment. She notices that there's a few things that are kind of off. Yeah. Um, 
just as she goes, there's a um, she keeps on maybe picturing something in the mirror. Yeah. And when she goes to investigate, she actually sees within the mirror like there's like a totally different layout to the room. Yeah. And maybe then you've got like um, her brother could possibly be be stuck in this mirror. Well, I was yeah. Universe. Actually, earlier I was thinking when I was when we were talking about um, dialogue puzzles, I was sort of thinking, okay, maybe like the one dialogue puzzle is um, a ghost behind the mirror. Um, but yeah, maybe it's that. And and this probably needs to come relatively late in the in the game. Um, yeah, we're talking about towards the end here. Towards or, the end, but you know, you were you were being hinted at very early that you know there was something didn't feel right, and if you you know, maybe maybe the mirror was on the very edge of the screen, and you do occasionally see some um, some like eyes in the mirror or something like that. Well, maybe it's that um, like I kind of like your idea of when you look in the mirror, the layout's different. Maybe you have to m- do something to match it up, or like use that as a clue of somewhere. Like maybe there's an maybe there's an additional door in the mirror or something, and you you once you notice that it's it sort of starts to appear in this reality yep. too or something. Um, and that's how you kind of get, maybe maybe you go through that door and come out in the exact same apartment, but now your brother's there or something. It's almost like yeah. the uh, the upside down <laughs> in Stranger yeah, Things. I was thinking that, but... Um, but not, not yeah, in that way just... where it's like this completely ruined sort of world. Like I think it's actually almost exactly the same. A few things are different, but... Yeah, they, they, that somehow yeah, your brother has some a immense creature has yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somehow some immense creature. No, maybe when she looks in the mirror, she has a goatee. <laughs> we need to get it. We need to keep. We need to stop going to women with beards. Like it's not very tasteful. Um, it's my fetish. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, like whatever sort of immense godlike creature this is that's broken through has has also sort of ripped some holes in between universes you know next door universes so they're very similar maybe um maybe it's time to head into the eye of the storm (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay i just have to remember i just remember what i was gonna say welcome to the eye of the storm this is where we just perform our general housekeeping and let you know how you can contact us so first of all, you can catch us on Twitter. We we are at Langstorming. And that's one word. One word, no space, no underscore. Uh, you can see us on facebook.com slash lamestorming. And, uh, you know, let, let us know what you thought of the episodes. Uh, let us know any ideas you have for click pictures or segments or, or, ga- or one-hour adventure games, whatever you like. You can email us if you're that way inclined. Um podcast at lamestorming.com we are on itunes like all the podcasts uh, find us there to search for lamestorming uh, rate review subscribe us it helps us a lot we've had a we've had a five-star review so far and thank you very much yes that was that was awesome um so didn't expect it this early on you can also check out our website lamestorming.com uh, we'd also like to thank the band Kuridust for our opening and closing tracks. Uh, what are they? The opening one's Heavy Space and the closing one and the music closing one is in Mount the background Defiance. right now is <laughs> Mount Defiance. Uh, we are part of that band, so just full disclosure there. Um, also, you can check out our other podcast, 
Two Sweary Dads, which to this date has had 23 episodes. And that's a parenting podcast and other dadly pursuits. So, let's get back into our idea. Thanks for listening to that little sidebar. What I was going to say is perhaps when you sort of make this realization and uh, that that the mirror has uh, a slightly different universe in it, basically, a slightly different layout, you manage to go through this door, find yourself in the other universe, and there you find both versions of your brother. And, and the other version of yourself. Uh, maybe, maybe, well, maybe not immediately. That could, that could be a good moment when your other self comes rushing in. Ah, that's interesting. This could bring in some good dialogue and stuff. Maybe the brothers are looking for your mirror self. Well, I think, no, I think what's happened is literally just some sort of being that we can't comprehend in a very Lovecraftian way Mm -hmm. has like literally not even, not even maliciously. It's just, it's basically made a nest in this room, you know, in, in sort of an upper dimension that we can't comprehend. But what this means is so that... So, like, the, the ninth dimension or exactly, something Exactly, like yeah. So it's well, well outside of our, our realms of, of thought. And- yeah, yeah. But what, that, what this means is that it has sort of just scratched some holes between dimensions and, um, but it, and it also affects, it affects the people in that area by just basically sapping their sanity right like because they're seeing yeah. they're seeing these strange things in there and they they have this sense of this presence that's around them and it's just it's driving them insane so mm-hmm. i think this happened basically the brother made the same realization saw this new door went through it found his other self who was completely sapped of his sanity well yeah perhaps exactly because yeah like it's maybe that's the universe it started in and it's sort of started, it's spread to this next one. And, you know, perhaps the the other guy just attacks him and they're both, maybe they're both dead when you get there. Or, or, or maybe not, maybe your version of the brother isn't quite dead or something. So you can have a one, one last talk to, for some exposition. Yep. There's something, <laughs> there's something behind you. There's something behind you. <laughs> Don't turn around. Um, Don't open the closet. <laughs> All right, I, I like that. I think that's, I think that's good. So let's try to fill in some of the gaps, I guess. Yep. And we need to come up with some actual puzzles. <laughs> yes. At the moment, it's narrative. <clears throat> it's just and narrative. narrative is kind of cool. We we sort of know where we want to go with it. We don't need to necessarily finish where we're going to go with it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know where we end up. We probably don't want to actually see this monster thing because the whole point is that we can't comprehend it. Yep. But she could maybe she could maybe do something that lets her get kind of closer to it and that just destroys her in the end or something like or 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 nearly destroys her. Actually I kinda of had this vision of the last scene just being this this door opened onto this sort of swirling vortex of multidimensional hell. And the mm-hmm. last puzzle is whatever you have to do to close that door um, to get out of there alive. Yep. But in closing that, you can't go back to your own universe. Uh, yeah, maybe. So it's it's like, yes, she, yes, she existed, but you know, you open it up for, now she's looking for a way back to her own universe. <laughs> right, the sequel. <laughs> Next week on Lamestorming. 
next fortnight on Lamestorm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I want to play with this idea of the sanity stuff and like what limitations that gives on obviously both the player and the character. Um, you know, if we, if we get to this last scene, does she still have all her wits about her, or are there you know are there limited things she can actually do because she's literally like doesn't have the wherewithal to think of it? it- yeah, so I, th- I think how you can actually limit the puzzles as as to what you can do is as she get as she, as she starts losing sanity, she is happy to do certain things that she may not have wanted to do before. Okay, like That's um, yeah. maybe the only way into this kitchen cupboard is to smash it down with an axe. But right. you know, when she's when she's fully sane, she doesn't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But then as she gets a little bit more deranged she's like yep that sounds like a great idea <laughs> okay that's yeah that's an interesting way to play with that actually because it's just um it's just uh yeah it's more about inhibitions and things i think what you could actually have is um like say there's grandma's old cabinet there's both of them going now <laughs> yep. do you maybe need to go help i'll i'll check i'll be right back yeah Hopefully that does the trick. What'd you do? Kill him? Yep. <laughs> no, no, she's... One needed a bottle, the other one just needed a... A, a dummy. A dummy. She lost it. No. Um, lost it because she started screaming, that's why. Well, yeah. Yeah, so, I can't, yeah, I like that idea of... it's Yeah, it's your inhibitions earlier on that are stopping you, but as you as you go on, you... You know, so maybe you even have to, like cut off your hand or or not to get too evil dead but like yeah a finger or well to to get the um to get the key from around your brother's neck you need to chop his head off yeah yeah and you don't want to do that at the start but then when you realize that it's the only way and your inhibitions are gone then the axe all of a sudden becomes <laughs> becomes a tool that you can use on your brother <laughs> yeah okay all right so i think we need to get down and dirty with some puzzles Yes. Uh, I'm just trying to think where we should start. I guess at the beginning. So let's let's continue with this idea initially of you coming into a completely dark room. Yes. So your first few puzzles need to be just getting the other lights on, I guess. Yep. So when you've opened the door, yep. um, there's light streaming in from outside. Yep. So you've got a limited sort of, a little bit of greyish... Um, Feeling. Yeah, it's sort of and you can you can sort of see a light switch on the side, and you can flick flick the switch, but nothing happens. Nothing happens. Yeah, of course. Because the first thing you need to do is open the fuse box and and change the fuse. All right. But of course, you can't see you can't anything, s- so maybe maybe you need to. Um, is there something know, in create your, a, is there something initially or something your, like that? Is there something initially in your in your inventory? Uh, yeah, so you got a lighter in your inventory. Yeah, because you're a smoker. All right. What's her name, by the um, way? Jeannie. Janine. Janine. Julia. Okay. Julia. Yeah, I like Julia. So, Julia's a smoker. What does she do? What's her profession? Lawyer. Um, because she was the she was the like. She was the smart one. She was the put together one. She was the one who kind of made something of herself. Either lawyer or where was I going to go? Game developer. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking game developer. <laughs> or maybe just developer for, for like a big corporate company or something. Sure, like okay. That. She's a software developer. I can relate to that. What I kind of like about that is maybe um, she's been sending her, um, like she's been sending a check, like her paycheck to um, to her brother to help him. Help him yeah, pay she's for been his... sending him some money. Yeah. So okay, but what's go- what's been going on? There's with... a stack of there's a stack of them that uh, haven't been opened. Yeah. Okay. She's been sending checks and they're still all there. All right. So that's something you can yep. you can notice as soon as you come in. And maybe she's got to create a light a lantern with the um <laughs> with the stack of papers. Well, I was going to say, but like maybe that's almost part of the sanity thing. Like initially, she's not going to light a pile of checks on fire. No. Or like, or maybe it's literally cash. Maybe she's been sending literally cash. Um, and it's the only paper in the apartment. It's the only paper <laughs> she can find. But initially, like she won't, she won't light it on fire. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so so that's that's sort of your first. Your first little hint of, you know, you can try that, but she literally says like, "No, that's insane," you know. <laughs> or, or is that in is that in the in the safe? So that's another thing. No, that I like that. I like that being they're really early. I like it for one because it shows that something is really wrong here. If he's literally not collecting the cash that's coming in the mail, mm-hmm. um, and two, I like that idea of. You could try to light that on fire, on fire to um, get some light, but she just she won't do it because there's no way she's going to light hundreds of dollars. She of, goes, of "That's cash. a one hundred dollar note." Yeah, like I'm it's hundreds. Like no, fire. that's like or it's or it's piles of twenties or something. Like you know, she's been sending him hundreds of dollars a week, and you know, it's been a month or something of money. So it's literally like a pile of twenties. She's like, "There's no way yep. I'm setting hundreds of dollars on fire." But then later, then later on, you do need to do that. You do need to set that on fire for a different puzzle, and she yep. does it then because she's starting to lose her mind. Yep. All right. So you got to get. So is it just that we need to? Should we just have it so the? I guess like the light in this whole room comes on. I, I think. I think just in this room. Yeah. Um, so it's probably not a fuse box then, because that's going to be like for well, the whole. No, because I'm thinking you've got one working fuse. And depending on where uh, you want maybe. to actually do something, you've got to move, like, pull that fuse out and put it into the other uh, the other location. So if you want the bedro- bedroom on, uh, okay, oh yeah, okay, I like that, I like that. So then you can only see one at a time. Maybe then the first puzzle is just she she can open the fuse box. She sees that there's one fuse working on there. It's it's for it's for it's for the bedroom. It's it's set to the bed. It's set. It's uh, it, the one working one is in the bedroom. And so maybe actually mm-hmm. when you come in, there is one other source of light, and it's just you can see some light coming out from underneath a door elsewhere in the apartment. Oh yeah. Um. But your first. But you can't like. I mean, maybe you can. Maybe you, maybe as soon as if you try to walk into the darkness, she just runs into something and like comes back out. She's like, I'm not going in there until it's like light enough. Until I can see yep. where I'm going. Um, so the first, I think. So I, I think the first puzzle is literally just like because you know you start started off easy. It's literally just taking the fuse from the bedroom one and putting it into the kitchen one or the living well, or whatever thinking, the living area is that you come into. I'm thinking the one thing that is missing from a lot of the adventure games, yeah. especially because a lot of them aren't set in today's times. She would have a phone on her. That's true. So the first thing that she does is pulls out her pulls out her phone and switches on the flashlight on that. Okay. So. She switches that on just 
and and that lets you and find you can box. only use it, and it's got like limited um range, like limited range. But you know, she basically goes, "No, there's a fuse box here." You know, I I can. Well, do so with that. can you move around the whole room when you've got that out, though? Or I don't think that you can move all the way around the room. I think you can do you can do some things, but. She goes, this is stupid. There's a fuse box there. Let's try to fix that. And maybe her battery... Maybe we'll do the classic like horror movie thing that her battery's running low. 1% battery left. Yeah. Yeah. You try to do much, much else like further and she away. she goes, are you stupid? I've only got 1% battery left. Yeah. I, need to, I need to fix this fuse now. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe... And well, maybe we'll have it that you can look at your phone and you can see like the call history and a couple messages from your brother asking... Yep. Frantically asking... Um, for him to call you, maybe later of on. We'll, maybe later on, we'll let her charge the phone because yeah. you need it for something else. Yeah. So when she first gets in, you you're making them do the fuse box now because the phone battery has only got one or two percent yes. battery left. Yeah, exactly. And then any time that you go to use the phone, she goes, "No, no, no! I just in case my brother tries to contact me again, and I, I don't want to use the um the battery power on it." Well, maybe it literally dies. You know, maybe it literally dies as soon as you find the fuse box and solve that puzzle. The phone battery dies. That's what's good. Like that's the thing with these with these sorts of adventure games. Like you kind of use the solving of a puzzle as a bit of a like a gate, a bit of a trigger. Mm-hmm. So you can now, okay, now that you solve that, we we know since you've solved that puzzle that they no longer will need to use that phone battery until we let them again. So no, now the phone yep. battery's dead. All right, so you switch that fuse, and the the lights come on. The lights and come on. In all this of a sudden, you see the whole room in disarray. Yeah. Like someone's come in and ransacked the place. All right. But on, on the table, neatly stacked up, you see like seven envelopes. No, I think those envelopes should literally be on the That's floor, cool. like come have having haven't come through having come, had come through the letterbox. Okay. So they haven't even been picked up. Like he's been well, this is the thing, he's been gone for a while. So maybe when you do if you do look at the messages on the phone, there is something weird about them already because he's literally sending them from the alternate universe. It's like he hasn't. And, he and hasn't, they're all scrambled. Yeah, they're a bit scrambled. Like, so he hasn't actually. He he hasn't actually been. Yeah, and she just blames it on the low battery initially. Okay, so there's seven messages on the um on the what's it called, on the um like you see the little flashing thing on the answering machine. You go over and press it. You see the seven messages. First one's kind of like, um, just from from like you or something like that. And then the right. next one is, Julia, if you can hear this. You know, get out of there now or something like that. And like he's called himself to sort of try to yeah. give you... Yeah. Okay. And then, like, it gradually, like, you hear some other voices in the background and it's actually him sort of losing sanity the further on into the seven messages that you go. All right. So you, as long as we don't give the, away the foreshadowing. too much, obviously. Oh, you, 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 can, you can maybe have... Um, we, we're not going to say what all the messages are now, but I'm just saying that there's, like... Five or six messages or yeah, seven okay. messages. So it's it's some sort of exposition. On the answering exposition machine and, and foreshadowing there. And maybe it can give some hints towards um, what you may be looking for. Maybe it says something about the mirror. So you know that you're going to have to do something with the mirror at some point. Well, I'm thinking at the moment the mirror is broken. So Okay. Okay. There's a, there's a shard missing from the mirror. My only concern with that is that these are fairly <laughs> stock standard adventure game puzzles, I feel like. I feel like well, every adventure game has you replace a shard, a broken shard in mirror. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe I'm just remembering a couple, but um, yeah, perhaps. I mean, maybe, let's maybe you're remembering um, what is it? 
Broken Sword 2, the, Is that what it was? <laughs> the yeah. smoking mirror? Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a way of, of not bringing the, the mirror to focus. Well, there's you can't even see the mirror yet, right? It's behind another door that maybe you can't get through or something. Okay. Like maybe there's a reason you can't get... Like the bathroom door might be locked from the inside. Well, of course the bathroom door's locked from the inside. Because if that's where the door is to the other universe... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think the bathroom door's locked from the inside. So, I think the, I think the next puzzle... And I mean, maybe there's some more stuff in here, but let's just sort of try to, let's try to get the whole, like the critical path through and we can maybe f- come back and, and figure out some more puzzles. Cause we're actually getting, we probably don't only have another, maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, I think, I think the next thing that you need to do is you find d- more fuses or, <laughs> yeah, well, base, well, or some way of, because at this point, especially she's getting a little freaked out. So she's not going to just go into a dark room. No. So she goes. You could. No fucking you can way I'm go going there. You can, and if you go to change the. Yeah, you can you go to change. Yeah, you the can fuse, go and try and change. She goes. The fuse. No fucking way. I'm not. I'm not putting myself in darkness again. Yeah. Yeah. So she she won't take the fuse out for the room that she's in unless you've somehow replaced, like, made it light enough. Well, I think that's when you when you um there is a spare fuse, but it's like in the kitchen somewhere. And I mean, is that. Is there a puzzle to find it though, or is it just a pixel hunt? I, I, I don't like pixel hunts, so I think I think that there's a there's a reason for you going into the kitchen, looking for looking for something else. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of picturing this as the first room basically is the kitchen slash entrance. Yep, kitchenette. Yeah, and there's a door to a bathroom. There's a door to the bedroom. That's probably just about it. And yeah, kitchen table, usual kitchen stuff. So. You know, the important thing with adventure games like this is that the player needs to know what their next step is, what their goal is. You know, whether it's one or two steps or three steps away in in puzzle terms, but they need to know what they're aiming for. So I think they're obviously trying to get into... Well, they're trying to explore, but we've given them a hint that there's something to do with the mirror. So they assume Mm -hmm. that the bathroom is probably their end goal. They try that door, the door's locked from the inside. And that's another reason that they're, okay. that they're going to want to get in there, right? Because that that just makes the assumption that the brother is in there. The brother is in the in the room and he's and he's locked. Yeah, locked it. There's no there's no response when you like yell out, or maybe there is. Maybe there's like a faint response, a low or growl or something like or that. Or maybe you hear your brother, but it's like garbled and it's and it's you know um, quiet because it's basically drifting through from the other universe. Mm-hmm. Again, just giving the player even more reason to want to get in there. How do we how do we give them a hint on on what they need to do to get into that bathroom? And also, what do they need to do to get into that bathroom? <laughs> Maybe it is the axe. Maybe this is the axe thing. And she doesn't she doesn't want to. She's not prepared yet to. Or maybe it's not even that it's an axe. Maybe it's something that's going to hurt her. Maybe she needs to like bash that door down herself, or like yep. punch it in, sort of thing. <laughs> Like, do she's gonna do to do some damage to herself, or like burn it down? I don't know. Like, it's something that I'm she- thinking as she as she is walking around the around the the apartment, she sees a laptop on the ground, and she can pick that up and okay. get some more um, clues there, turn it and on. get some get some more clues in his emails or something like that, or or there's a um there's a there's a password on it, okay, and she can click um password hint and. It then shows something else that is from her and his past. Right. In order to remember that, she needs to actually find like the picture. Well, okay. And remember, we're thinking of doing this thing where she can sort of have her own inner monologue 
Yep. So, like, we could we can have been using that up to this point to sort of explain some of the her thought processes that we've already talked about. Um, so yep. maybe maybe it is just that you can kind of either you click up the talk button on yourself or there's an icon on the screen that that brings up your own sort of thoughts about in things. a monologue. <laughs> hmm. It, it's just called in a monologue. <laughs> yeah, or something. It's probably just we'll do it with an icon or something, but. Um, it's a brain. <laughs> for well, maybe just her head, and you, you can't. You know, you. We don't need to go into the interface, but like it mouses over it, and you get a little thought bubble over it or something. But, um, yep. and that could even change as she gets more crazy. Like at first, it's just she, when you mouse over her, she makes a little like thinking face, and the thought bubble comes out. But later on, yep. that that sort of gets more sinister and weird, and because the the thought bubble comes out and there's like red scary eyes there. <laughs> yeah, like, like you, and you could do some really interesting subtle things with it, right? Like you could even start doing it fairly early when she's getting starting to get afraid, but like the edges of the thought bubble are just slightly shimmering or I don't know, like you could you could probably I'm not an artist, but I'm sure you could get an artist to do some cool things. I think she can be scared of the dark because well, you know, I don't know that she's initially necessarily scared of the dark, but I think quite quickly when she starts to realize something is going on, she becomes extremely hesitant and then and then scared once she realizes, mm-hmm. you know, once she hears the messages with her brother warning her off and stuff, like, you know, maybe she just thinks there's some, there's an intruder in the house, but she's not going to go into a dark room when she thinks maybe someone else is in here with malicious intent, you know? Yeah. But then when she gets the laptop open, you know, she sort of sees um, maybe he set up cameras around the house and and she sees like a really ghastly scene um, when there's lightning that sort of, you know, shows what's sort of happened in the bathroom. There's like blood everywhere or something in the bathroom. Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I, I think that's going too gory. And I think that's going a bit too... I don't think he's, I don't think he's that... I had the presence of mind to set up cameras. Well, I think you could actually have, you know, he he was getting freaked out about stuff that was being moved around in in the in the middle of the night. So paranormal activity style, he he set up this um these basic cameras, and maybe you see, you know, one of the cameras on the ground, and it's like in bits. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know that he set up like webcams or full time cameras. Maybe though, what you find is he's got a bit of a. Maybe just maybe it's just on his well, I was gonna say on his face. An iPhone video Facebook, or something that like was that, on that. Public, but yeah, but he started like taking pictures at different times of day and comparing them and, and like circling things that are different in them and stuff. Like he started going a bit crazy and getting yep. all paranoid because these things around him are changing. Um so maybe you just find the file that he's been keeping on his on his computer. Um yeah, I think I think maybe the to get into the laptop, the puzzle is literally just a an inner monologue puzzle where you just have to go through the right chain, like conversation chain with yourself, basically. Um, yep. And um, maybe... To, to get have, that little piece of information out. You can have the clues being in the pictures on, on the wall or something like that. Yeah, maybe you have to do something to like jog a memory, which basically then brings it into your conversation tree with yourself when you, yep. when you do that. Um, so you just... Yeah, perhaps you just have to have looked around and, and looked at the right photo... You know, it's your dog. Yeah, so it's your you, dog. It's your you dog's name or whatever. But yeah, but you, what we could do, we could do something interesting with like the memory. Even um, what could be cool is if you leave these things in 
the in your in a in your in a monologue uh, conversation tree, but as the game goes on, like you can get you get different results as you click on them because she starts remembering things differently. So maybe it's like maybe it's like a memory of like it's the date your first dog died or something. Yep. And so so to get that you you know you have to have you have to have um, investigated. Um, a picture on the wall, which was the two of you with that dog when you were kids. You can go into your inner monologue and it tells the story of this dog and how it died peacefully or was hit by a car or something or whatever, right? And and yep. and you remember the date and that's the password. But like later on, once you started going a bit more insane, if you do that again, like you start that memory, you start, you tell that story to yourself differently and you know, you start talking about how you found the dog covered in maggots or something, you know, like it's, it's this real, it starts turning into this real horror. And and then the next story could be, um, the, the dog was missing for X number of weeks. And then when you found it, (laughs) you know, buried underneath the porch, it was. Yeah. Well, or, and then when you found it, like you found it and it was covered in maggots and had been there for days. And then it like jumped up and bit you like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is what you now. This is what this memory is now turned into because you've literally. And that's just, what you now remember. <laughs> and that's what you now remember exactly. Like it's just the sign of this insanity, and like all of this yeah, of her sanity leaking out. Like, man, you could do some really cool yep. stuff with that. But you need to have some some sort of like you know why why is she going insane? We haven't really explained why she's going insane yet. Well, so we I mean, to- yeah, okay. Uh, well, I don't know at this point in the game that you need to. Like a part of these inner monologues can be heard in the moment, sort of saying how strange this place feels. It doesn't feel like her brother's place anymore. Um, as she notices things, like a lot of it can just be communicated in the di- like in the the I keep saying dialogue, yep. but it's her monologue. But in, yeah, like obviously we're not going to write all that now. But I think a no. good writer could. And I can just I can picture how that would work. I could see how you could just get a get initially that sense of apprehension across. Then, as you go a little bit further, like maybe by the time you get to these laptop pictures and things, you're like, okay, something really fucking weird is going on here, and you start getting paranoid yourself as you in as you go around and and look at things, you know. And and then um, something that you look at on the laptop jogs your memory about. Um, something that your brother sent you on your phone. She goes, I need to find a phone charger. And then that's now, okay. you know, she's now and trying that's to... It. And that's in the bedroom. That's in the bedroom. But of course, she needs to then, to get into the bedroom, she needs to find another fuse. And that's what sends her off into going into the kitchen cupboards and, and trying to find something like that. So Okay, you can... okay. So she starts going through kitchen cupboards. Does she just find one somewhere? Um, we might need to make her just find one somewhere because we're running out of time. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Right, so, so she, she finds just one after after like a really really um, tricky dialogue, thought puzzle, and <laughs> well, no, no, I think I think that's almost just a there are you know there are four or five um, cupboards around. One of them has a fuse in it, and then maybe one of them has an axe in it. And, oh no! I've, I've got I've got the perfect idea. <laughs> I've got the okay. perfect idea. I'm stealing from from a previous game I was working on. She finds a nail. <laughs> she goes fuck it that'll do <laughs> uh okay she yeah, can't find it that's she can't find fine. another again i feel like it's a very um standard sort of adventure game puzzle yeah but if she goes to put it in there she goes i'm not putting it in there without without some sort of um you know protection from the electricity 
and then you got to find initially like gloves that you can yeah initially and then later well on, like, maybe yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe by the time you at, maybe by the time you actually need to do it she's desperate enough that she just does it so maybe because the thing is like you could find that nail early on well you take you take the photo off the wall and there's a there's a nail yeah maybe okay um i feel like that's a date I mean, that's fine. It reminds me of there are certain dangerous types of puzzles where when you have to pick up two things like that, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I've I've definitely been stuck in adventure games where there's something like that. It's like, oh, yeah, all right, I just need to grab that picture off the wall. And then you just click away because it's like, well, I've I've grabbed what I need to grab. And then I spend like three hours searching everywhere and just never looking at that place on the wall again because- Well, I've got a way around that. She um she looks at the photo. She goes, "Oh yeah, I remember that." Goes into her thought monologue thing. As she turns away, like the picture falls from the um falls from the um from the wall falls from the wall, and you literally just see the nail there. So she didn't really have to do anything to you know to what get the nail. Maybe there. the picture falls from the wall, and the nail comes flying out and like stabs her in the arm. <laughs> so. The, and and then automatically goes into your inventory after she pulls it out, yep. and that's and that's just freaking her out even more. It but is. what the fuck did? But that? if you try to use that nail before you've looked at the laptop stuff and realized how desperately you need to get into the bedroom, she won't do it. It's only once you've yep. once you've uh, sort of got to that point where you are really starting to realize something fucked up is going here, going on here. Um, and yeah, maybe, and yeah, you need to see a- what was on your phone. Maybe there's a video email that is that is sent saying, "I've locked myself in the bathroom." Blah blah blah. And but the only way you can view it is on your phone. Yeah the the only way that you can view it is on. So on wait, the phone do you see that? Do you see that he's sent it on the laptop, but then you can't view it on the laptop or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, we can figure out some contrivance for that. Well, it's it's like um, don't have the codex <laughs> on the on the computer. You can have have something like that. Uh, we can we can figure something out. Well, we won't. The developers will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The developers <laughs> and the writers will figure that out. Um, all right. So, okay. So, you use the fuse. So, she can go into the- Now, you can go into the bedroom. She can go in there now. She finds out that um, her brother's in the in the bathroom. I know we're trying to rush through this. Is there anything weird about the bedroom, though? Or is it literally just now a place to go and plug your phone in? <laughs> I think there's a diary there. All right. So, you can just get some and you more can, And you can peruse through the diary and you can get some more info. You can see it sort of slowly get more and more crazy. The handwriting gets jagged and ragged and Yep. All and right. then when you when you go into the um when you go into the other room, like the lights go out for a second, come back on, you see like a, a ghostly figure in the dark, but then when it comes back on it's when the lights come back on it's sort of like, Okay, there's nothing actually yeah, there. Okay, so you can do yeah, we can do sure some little ho- we can do some little sort of horror tricks. And actually I was just yep. I was just thinking maybe maybe the way that we need to do the video thing is as soon as she goes to click on the video, the power flickers like that and the laptop just like sparks out. Explodes. Well, not exactly explodes, but like flame. turns off <laughs> and um, and can't be turned back on. Or maybe it's just like stuck with some like weird <laughs> thing on its screen. You, you know what I'm picturing? What are you picturing? No, as a, as a comedy sort of thing. <laughs> she turns around and just sees... Just sees like her brother's obviously been to a lot of a lot of porn sites and hasn't really been very good with his um with his um clearing like of his internet security his and there's all these pop ups on the screen <laughs> so the whole thing's sort of frozen <laughs> it's just frozen on all these porn pop ups oh my god except that 
Except again, like there's something slightly <laughs> wrong. If you look closely, you realize that you know this woman has it's has, like snuff films. And- yeah, or something. Yeah, just something. Or there, there's there's a, like a creepy man in the background of like that you can barely see, but if you look close enough, it's like someone wearing a mask behind the women, you know, or something. Anyway, again for the for the and, developers and maybe. To Maybe it's another laptop puzzle and you close down enough of these things and you actually see... That's an Easter egg. You close down all no, the windows. No, you actually see, like, one of the videos and the pop-ups is actually, like, the bedroom you were just in. Uh, well, this is before you've gone into the bedroom, but... I was thinking as you went into the bedroom and you plugged your phone in. Oh, on the phone. I thought we were talking about on the, the phone. laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've plugged the phone in and that's when the, the lights are flickered out and you start hearing noise coming from the laptop or something like that and it's you know a whole heap of sexual noises on the laptop right maybe okay and so you've already been in the ba- in the bedroom so basically okay so let's just get this this thing right because before you've gone into the bedroom you're looking at the laptop um you you you're getting freaked out about his stuff you see that he sent you a video you go to click on it your la- the laptop turns off and explodes yep that's when you you're now desperate enough to use the nail to turn the light on in the bedroom, you go into the bedroom. Um, when you plug your phone in, the lights flicker again, and then you're hearing sounds, and the laptop's back on in the other room, yep. even though you thought it had exploded, like or at least like shorted yep. out. And that's when, yeah, you see like, yeah, you see all these porn pop-ups and stuff. And yeah, basically like they look normal, but as you start closing them down, they get freakier, freakier, and freakier. And yeah, the last one is like the bedroom you were just in, and maybe you're in it. Maybe you're in it, like. Maybe she not as a not in a like not with porn going on, but or maybe they're really, like maybe there's porn going on, <laughs> like it's where she just literally just was. It's like that exact scene of her plugging the phone in, but there's like porn well, going well, on. There's in, two people but, yeah. having sex, two people having sex on the bed, and then there's a guy that walks in, puts a key like on on the on the dresser, and walks out. And then when you walk back in there, the there's a key there. on the dresser. And it's, it's the and that's bathroom, the bathroom door key. Bathroom door key. Okay. And she starts getting a bit creeped out. <laughs> That's kind of neat. I think I think we're getting long enough that we need to just cap this off. Um, so I'm not going to make that any more complicated than it needs to be. But I think once you get the key, it's probably something else you need to do before you get into the bathroom. I like the idea of her basically having to damage herself in some way to get into the bathroom. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm not sure how you do that. So let's just say that key unlocks the bathroom door. And maybe maybe he's set up a um a trap or something in in the bathroom so that when when she opens the door she gets shot in the arm or something like that. Right. Like he he's set up. Perhaps like a, I, I was more thinking I was more thinking that it needs to be something <laughs> where she knows she's going to damage herself, right? Because now she's now she's desperate and insane enough that um that she'll do that. But, or she uh, can unlock the she can unlock the bathroom. Well, and, door, and also who's this who's there's... this man? Because I thought there wasn't actually a. Well, it's it's maybe it's maybe a um a shadowy figure. It doesn't necessarily have to be a right, man. Okay. It can just be like a shadow moving across the across the screen. You know. Anyway, I I I think we as, I, think that's a, out, I think that's a detail. It's like yeah, yeah, she sees this video. There's porn and stuff going on, but something draws her attention to a key that's in there that wasn't in there before. Whether it's that someone places it there or not, I don't know. I don't know that there's a. I mean, I guess it could be her brother, but I don't know that we need to introduce. A shadowy figure when sort of the the whole idea we've come up with here is that it's this yeah, internet true. interdimensional being that's 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 causing just this weird shit to happen basically um and you know that whole idea can sort of start being explained in the emails and in the diary and stuff 
Um, we don't really yep. need to go into the full details of that. So, all right, she gets into the the bathroom, and, and I think I think I think it's well. I was going to say I think it's spotless. I think it's literally that nothing is out of place. Um, but when she looks in the mirror, there's no reflection. But when she looks in the mirror, uh, she the she whole needs, room is in complete well, disarray. Well, maybe yeah, maybe when she looks in the mirror, the whole room is in complete disarray. We sort of we talked earlier about the puzzle that she like sees a door or something. Maybe it's just as simple though. And again, just to speed this up so that we can get this done in the hour-ish. Maybe it's just <laughs> maybe it's just that it like she looks in the mirror. You know, it, it sort of it cuts to a different view. Basically, from behind her head and um, being able to see um, that you see the reflection, you see that it's all in disarray. And when it cuts back to the the normal view of the bathroom, like that's it's that room that she's in. It's all in disarray. It is in disarray. So it's sort of gone from um, sort of gone from basically just by looking a far out camera. It sort of zoomed right in. You see, like it, you saw that it was spotless. It went in. Blah blah blah. Yeah, just. You can now see inside what she's seeing inside the mirror, yep. and then when it zooms back out, it's like in complete disarray. Yeah, yeah. and you're now basically in that universe. So that was enough. Um, I think now you add some film grain, and the colours are slightly <laughs> off. Well, yeah, you can. Yeah, maybe, maybe you can do some. You can definitely do some sort of post processing stuff to to really show that you're in you're somewhere different, and it's this. Yeah. So when you go out into the other and room, then when you go again, out into the other your brother, room, the brothers there, you see a dead brother and you see a dying brother. Yeah, yeah, okay. As we discussed before, and you can have your have your conversation with the dying brother. Yeah, and should the dying brother actually be the mirror universe brother? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, and again, you need to sort of do some little inner monologue stuff, and also to and compare that against like the conversations that you're having with him, and and that's how yep. you come to that realization. Like your pasts are slightly different, your memories are different, although like. You, your memories by this point are pretty fucked up anyway. <laughs> I'm not sure. Actually, yeah, I was, I'm not sure at this point how much of your inner monologue is even useful. I guess she can't be. Go- I Especially guess she can't be going in the, in the mirror. Universe. I guess she can't be going too insane by this point. So it's not quite that she like literally can't keep control of her thoughts because she still has to. She's still got her wits about. But her. she's starting to. She's starting to slip a little bit because she's now seeing her dead brother. She's now seeing a dying brother. Yeah. It's like she doesn't know which one's her brother and maybe she has to try and piece that together with the thought mechanic again. Yeah, okay. So there's some sort of puzzle there where she basically discovers that this is this is not her brother and that he's killed. It's actually the mirror brother. the mirror brother has killed um, her brother. I'm thinking, you know, because it's a mirror universe, maybe she realises that... The scar that he's got is on the wrong side of his face. Yeah, yeah, okay. And that could be so she has to again go back into her memories and remember an event that happened. Where she caused the scar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, like, we could maybe have brought that up earlier in some way, but when she's remembering it here, it's like way worse. It's that she did it on purpose, you know, to really try to hurt him or something, whereas before it was an accident and she felt really bad about it. But, like, the memory is just distorting in these sort of horrific ways. So, so in, in the first memory, she accidentally, you know, they were, um, you know, wrestling a little bit, you know, as, as siblings do, and she tripped him over and he, and he scraped his face on a rock. Yeah. 
Whereas but, now, but it's, in the in the new memory, she's like, actually she, like, slammed his, his face. Yeah, into the like, rock. oh yeah, like slams his head into a rock because he did some small thing. But that she's just, <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. Or, or she's got a glass bottle and she just glasses him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it needs it needs to have something in, in common. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's that scar from when I shot him in the face. <laughs> With a shotgun. With a shotgun. <laughs> but it was, I shot him on the other side of the face. <laughs> no, I think, I think, yeah, it's, it's very, it's a similar memory, but it's that she, yeah, she, well, like we just said, she did it on purpose. Um, <clears throat> and that could have been an earlier thing that, you know, she, when she was looking through the photos, there was a number of different, um, number of different photos that twigged memories. Yeah. Yeah, and, we can sort of have. Know, not all of we'll obviously have they, they had to have things. built up a bit of a past here and, and a bit of history and backstory and stuff that we can build on for these puzzles. We can't we can't solve them all now without having actual actually thought of all that backstory. But we can we can sort of we can imagine the gist of how that might go. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so what happens though? So because is this mirror universe literally just another version of her brother who basically found himself in the same predicament? Uh, I think he's found himself in the same predicament, but he's got an idea on how to actually. Okay, because maybe he's um, he's he's been at it a little bit longer because he's, you know, it, it, it may not, it may even be that this isn't even yet the universe. May, okay, so maybe like her original universe is like two universes away from where this being has has taken root. This mm-hmm. this one is. Um, like the next is the next closest to it. And so it's literally next to the universe where this being is. And so if you, you have to do something to kind of open maybe the mirror again into the actual okay, universe where this thing is. Here you go. And that's where you've mirror universe guy. Insane. So your, your brother is a deadbeat. Okay. But mirror universe brother is an inventor. Okay. And so he's actually invented this. Um, okay, so this he opened it that himself. can actually break that can break universe. You know, only because of this. This, or maybe he's the one that's actually caused this. Okay, this it could be. From yeah, that dimension to come it in. It could be. It could be, or at least like attracted it. He did something that attracted attracted this being into at least a nearby dimension, but it's having these effects. And you know, he then he then basically. Points you over to um, over to his laptop to okay, okay to to find his notes. It's the same and, password, or or it's it's now because you because you you've got altered altered you know sort of mental capacity. Maybe it's um, you're actually getting the memories of of your your new um your other mirror. Uh, oh, like maybe person. I kind of so. like the idea that it's just. Or maybe it's that as you type in the same password from the other one, it actually it it types something different in, and you can see it come up, and it's like something horrific or whatever. Like it, it it's distorting that as well, but it still gets you into the laptop. Yep. Anyway, yeah. So, so you get into the laptop. I don't know. Maybe it was maybe it was Kevin, and now you're typing in Antichrist or something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you type in. Yeah, you type in. You start typing Kevin because you like we'll make him actually type it in, and yeah, it starts typing something. Yeah. Dead Kevin. <laughs> Evil Kevin. <laughs> um, goatee. Goatee. 
All right, so we need we need to finish this up because all right, uh, so yeah, so you get into the laptop and that there's just there's stuff in there explaining his experiments. You see, you've got a bit of a diary. Um, is the guy still alive at this point? I guess so. Um, maybe he's maybe maybe he's just unconscious, and you've you find some smelling salts that you know you can use occasionally, but only wakes him up for a small amount of time. So you can only do small little bits of dialogue. Well, maybe I don't know. That's in- Anyway, we'll, we'll figure out something. Basically, you get the exposition. You the get the exposition well. you need from <laughs> him and from the laptop. Okay, and what's the final solution? Need like you try to you need to shut this machine off or something like some. Maybe you just need to break the mirror. Like maybe he built it into the mirror because there's something about like reflections, you know, being a weak point in the barrier between universes or something, and so he. But the closer that you go to get to the mirror, the the more you know sanity's fighting you, and yeah, you know you 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 go to go there, and it's like you literally can't even yeah, like I'm, click I'm like, on things anymore, or you like we could actually start altering where you can click. Yeah, so it's like you can now click on the shower, whereas before you you tried clicking on the sink, and it was sort of like, oh, I'm fine here. <laughs> you know, or maybe, well, maybe it's like or, maybe it's like you when you you start moving the mouse. To, to click on the mirror and we literally like as you get close the mouse gets pulled the, away the mouse gets <laughs> exactly like the mouse cursor gets pulled away like we can sort of do a bit of that almost eternal darkness stuff where it's a bit of I mean it's not quite fourth wall breaking it's just um, that's how we communicate this idea that um, that she she sort of doesn't have the capability to do that okay yeah so the closer that you get the more like a more like a um a magnet it is you know one of the one of the yeah. repelling magnets yeah so you're far away and you can click on the mirror and the closer that your character gets it's sort of like the the cursor just gradually gets pushed away yeah. so you can't then actually you can't interact actually, with it or something you can go around it but you she just can't go, actually she select won't go it up close to it or something because she just starts gibbering like an idiot yeah so you got to work out how to actually destroy this thing and I know maybe the last conversation that you have is you yes you have to destroy the mirror but unfortunately it's going to leave you Empty. here in this universe there's no oh. way to, there's no way to get back yeah yeah so she's what what she's got to fight with her sanity is that you know she wants to go home but she knows that if she breaks the mirror she can't go back yeah. home to her husband yeah, yeah. or something like that yeah I think that's a good that's a good little dilemma. Her children would be um would be a little bit more um Yeah. You know, I I need to get home to my to my, to my child. child who who I've left with a babysitter. Maybe maybe and that's the thing where like once you get this far and you're having the inner monologue with yourself, like you start you can't even she you it, it won't even let you think about the child, as in the dialogue option comes up, but if you try to click on it. That's the one it's, that fades yeah, away. Yeah, it basically just like fades away. Or it moves around the screen. <laughs> or something. Yeah, we do something where you can't... Yeah, like, exactly. like <laughs> Because she's avoiding thinking of that because she knows it'll just drive her even more crazy. And we can maybe have... Like, maybe you do click on it, but it fades away and she says something like, oh, like, what was it? I, you know, there's something there, but I, I can't make myself think of it or something, you know, like that we can have some sort of yep. little thing where it's clear that... That her brain just won't let her think of that the craziness that 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 is of of having to leave her child. All right. So how then does she actually finally break this mirror? Well, I'm thinking that there's there's 
two endings to this um to this thing that you can oh, sort of cool um okay, go on. yep i was thinking she can either break the mirror yep. and and you know accept that she's never going to get to go home and she's going to live in this mirror universe or depending on you know maybe there's some other puzzle that she can do that she can literally just pass back through the mirror and when she does that whole other universe disappears and right. never existed right so and yeah okay that's but a good she's doomed the entire choice. universe to to like being devoured by this creature yeah okay and just as she does it she i don't know maybe that can be the bad ending that you know it's now starting to come through to to this universe as well like maybe yeah. Some, yeah 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 you know you know what okay you know what i like i like that one i don't know how she gets back through the mirror but i like that idea that she's made the choice uh if she makes that choice to doom that other universe basically she somehow she comes back through the mirror and the mirror just like shatters yep but then you like you walk out to leave and like the reflections in the windows shimmer and you sort of you see the reflection of that other universe again or something um and it's on fire show or something that, like, like that <laughs> it is still leaking through and she hasn't actually saved this universe do you know what i mean so so the difference between between the the two endings is either way like the mirror is going to get broken if she breaks the mirror then then it means that you know she saved both both universes but she's now stuck on the other side with you know her her doppelganger or whatever on on this side. Or if she makes it back through, then that universe is doomed, and possibly her own universe is doomed. The film grain can disappear and all this sort of stuff, and her sanity can gradually come right. back. Maybe maybe you can show that her sanity wasn't healed in the other in the other reality, mm. like it was still somewhat somewhat broken. So what I was going to say, the idea I had, and because it ties in with the beginning really well, is that. The only way for her to break the mirror is for her to tear her own eyes out <laughs> or to take her <laughs> eyes out in some way. And then, like, it's all just black again, right? Like, she's left in darkness. I don't know how we'd necessarily... You probably want to still show it. I don't know. But <laughs> the implication there is God. <laughs> that she's left in darkness. Hey, it's Halloween. You wanted horror, man. You wanted... <laughs> <laughs> You've just gone incredibly dark for the good ending. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the good ending, right? That's how you. That's how you. It's, it's ambiguous, man. There's no real good ending. I, I'm just. I'm just thinking. Right at the very start, she finds a melon baller. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it needs to be that. But maybe she just like. I mean, this is the thing. We're showing how insane she's gotten, and yeah, like somehow through talking to this other brother, and maybe he leaves the mirror brother. Um. Maybe it's a Rick and Morty situation where, like, she just comes into this world. I guess we didn't we didn't do the thing of her showing up, her mirror self. So maybe her mirror self exists here, or maybe we find out that her mirror self had died, and so she just takes over her mirror self, her mirror self's place. Except now she's except she's now she's blind. blind. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. I think. I think that's probably enough. I think there's some good ideas there. I think we sped. I think we went a bit, little bit long. We sped up the end a little bit too much at the end. Of course, <laughs> but you know we have gone long here. This is probably going to be close to an hour and a half episode. I uh, no, I, I did cut a lot out of the of the previous one. Yeah, yeah, I know. Cut about twenty minutes know. out. It, of the it will, episode. it will go down. It will go down. But yeah, I think I think let's leave it there. I think we did a a pretty good job of coming up with a full, you know, basic puzzle tree uh, of an adventure game. 
I'd play it. It sounds cool. Like there, I think there are some really cool things that that one, if one were to make this game, could do with the you know the dialogue, uh, the dialogue trees as she goes insane, the different effects that you could have to kind of to indicate that um, you know we definitely want don't want a literal sanity meter on the screen. Like it's all subtle. It's all no. <laughs> it's all uh, implied. You know. Um, yeah, I think that's really cool. What would we call it? Um... Thinking something around, I think it's fracture or something like that. Oh yeah, like fractured darkness, um, blind reflection, blind reflection. Okay, that's good. It has a few different layers to it. There sort of foreshadows the bad or good ending. <laughs> if you want to look at it, yeah, yeah, cool. Blind reflection. I like it. Sweet. So anyway, that's all we have time for lame storming this week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. What do you reckon, Ben? Should we start development? Nah, I can't be bothered.